Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and listen, this is a different type of podcast because it's one of the rare ones where we're allowing someone to do it over the phone. We definitely like it in person more than doing it over the phone, but the reason we agreed to do this with Bill Glazier over the phone is Bill's been one of those few guys who's been a key mentor in our lives, and many of you may have heard his name. Some of you who, who have not heard his name, you should know that Bill's just a master business builder and a marketing guy. Um, we've, we've been in his mastermind meetings throughout the years. We've learned a lot from himself and Dan Kennedy. Um, so that when we had the opportunity to jump on the phone with Bill and record it, we wanted to share that through the podcast. So when you listen to this audio, the quality of it's definitely going to be different because we're over the phone. But the reason that we wanted to share it so much is that we really think the value is there. Um, a lot of times online right now, you'll hear about the value in business building of building content, you know, put out content, put out blog posts and put out videos and, and put out as much content as you can. But without marrying your content with good marketing campaigns behind them, you're really just kind of running in the hamster wheel a little bit and you're not really progressing or making any sales and getting any new customers. The real magic in business, in our opinion, happens is when you share good, valuable content and you marry that content with valuable and effective marketing campaigns. So to uh, to me, he's one of the hidden secrets out there. And, you know, Bill's an older gentleman now. You're going to hear he shares some of his story. Bill had a stroke a couple years ago. Um, and when we first met him after his stroke and he was going through recovery, he was having a lot of difficulty speaking. He speaks a lot better now. So, you know, the therapy he's gone through has really helped out a lot. And he's one of the few guys that we've offered. We said, hey, Bill, we're going to talk about your books on, on this episode. Um, you can mention some of the marketing... Uh, the marketing campaign books and we want to discuss them and the reason that we're discussing them is that we really have found value in this ourselves so we're not talking about these books to try to promote his books and sell his books we're talking about his books because these are the resources that have really meant a lot to us in our business building um, some of the stuff that he's sharing in these books wasn't even available when we were starting in business and now he's gone out and documented some marketing campaigns with the results and put them into different books that you can access for um, I don't have it in front of me 25 30 35 bucks whatever uh, these books are so that's why we talk about his books so you're going to hear him mention his books I bring them up as well um, he recorded a um, um, a video of one of his live uh, events about a year ago that he did with different marketers. And in in one of those of events, Ryan Dice was speaking. Ryan Dice has been in Bill Glazier's mastermind meeting. He runs the Trafficking Inversion Summit in San Diego, a really good marketer. Uh, you're going to hear the name Yannick Silver. Some of you may have heard, heard of Yannick Silver before. We've been in Yannick Silver's mastermind. Um, Bill Glazier has also worked with Yannick Silver. Yannick Silver was there sharing his marketing campaigns. Um, so you're going to hear Bill mention that he recorded that event where people share their marketing campaigns he now sells that recording and all the proceeds go to the foundation the stroke the veterans affairs foundation that helped him um, rehab his stroke so that's why we were more than happy to share that resource so you're going to hear him talk about that and um, the reason we were just thrilled to let him go like that because we typically don't do that kind of stuff on this podcast is just how valuable that information has been to us in our lives so you know this is something i think Hopefully the audio quality was good enough where you hear some of this, but I think some of you might struggle a little bit on the audio and hearing this. We apologize for that. It's the best we could do with a phone recording. 
So hopefully you still find some value from this. And listen, if you're listening to this and you want to kind of step in and do some real estate investing here in the Southern Ontario area, we're here, we're doing this. We stand by every investor's side. Um, if you want to check out what we're doing here, you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash member and you can see how we work with Rockstar Inner Circle members. So that's rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash member. You can check out exactly what we're doing here. We reference the membership a little bit on this talk. Uh, Bill talks about the new newsletter we send out and that kind of stuff. Um, but that there it is. If you want to check out how we're working with Rockstar members and investors here in Ontario buying student rental properties and second suites and um, single family home rentals and condo investment properties, basically everything you can think of at this point, you can go to rockstarincircle.com forward slash member and check us out. I think that's everything I want to mention before this episode. With that, let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everyone. So, Right now, I have Bill Glazier on the phone with me. We never really allow anyone to go on this podcast over the phone because we like to have people in person in front of our face chatting with us. But there's been, I think there's been one exception where we had Pierre Paul from Alberta uh, dial in because we wanted to talk to him about multi-unit apartment buildings and stuff. And so the only other person, Bill, you are the only other person, I believe, so far. Actually, we had one other guy from Los Angeles, good friend of ours, Dave Penyuk, dialed in. You're the third person. But, Bill, there's been many podcasts, so you're the only the third person we've done over the phone. And this year we committed to doing no one over the phone, and we were already breaking our rule for you. So I just want to share with everyone, that's how highly we think of you, that we're doing this over the phone. And I think anyone listening to this, wait, just I'm just going to let Bill chat, and then you'll see what I'm talking about. But, uh, Bill, thank you for doing this. Well, I'm looking forward to being on this. So good. So, listen. So, what are we going to talk about? We're going to zero in on some mark. Apparently, you know a thing or two about marketing. So, I want to I I just jump. Like, I have a whole bunch of stuff, and we're going to talk about your books and stuff. But I really want to just kind of get so that we can paint a picture of some of the your background I, I just want you to explain and share, because this is really, I think, what really helped us understand that you can do fun, outrageous-style marketing that's very effective in any business. It's when we heard about what you were doing with your menswear store. So can you just describe, can you just explain a little bit about the business you used to run and then maybe one, of the, one or two of the marketing campaigns that you ran in that business? Because I don't think most people will think that's normal. Can, can you just talk about that a little bit, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So, what do I have? Have about four hours to go through this thing? We got like, yeah, we got between four and 12 hours, so we're good. Right. So, so when I got out of college, I actually went to my father, who had a menswear store, okay? And actually, I was through that, I was there for over 20 years. But about, after about 15 years out there, I kept looking at, you know, I should be doing things better. You know, I mean, the way I'm doing it is working, but I need to do better. And then I was, I was, a friend of mine invited me to go to an event, and the last speaker at the event was this guy named Dan Kennedy, okay? And Dan Kennedy, for the very first time, this marketing guy got up 
and talking about what he was talking about. And then he was nice enough to take some money away from me so I could buy his product, okay? And uh, so I got his product, okay? And I started learning about marketing for the very first time. And I started working on my menswear business, okay? And uh, and actually, I can tell you a funny story about that, but I, I don't know if we have enough time for that. But what I will say is that the very first time that I sent out the new that kind of marketing, okay, I doubled my sales, okay? And and after that, I started using the same kind of marketing over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, one of the people that know me very well, okay, or they or who know me have seen me many many years. I wrote a handwritten sales letter, okay, that went out to my customers. Okay, it was a handwritten sales letter. Okay, now by the way, okay, it went out. When I say people think that it was one person sending a letter to another person, but the reality is. I took out 16,121 people that I sent that letter to people. So that by that time, I learned how to develop a list of people. So every time somebody would buy something to me, I would ask them for their name, and I ask them for their address. And, and I would always mail things to people. And so I mailed this. This, this was this five-page handwritten sales letter. And when I did that letter, which was a outrageous letter, by the way, I mean, if anybody has ever seen it, it's really a crazy letter, okay? People came back like crazy. It was one of the largest results I ever got from my men's business, okay? So I started, I did that and those types of things. And then based on that, I had all my friends that also own men's businesses. They walked over to me and said, Bill, how are you working so well? How's this working so well? And I, and I would tell them what I was doing. And so many people were asking me. I actually created a product for this whole thing for anybody that was owned menswear business, okay? And as while I was doing that, okay, and I was getting stronger and stronger and stronger with it, this guy named Dan Kenny said to me, Dan, you're doing so well, you should join my platinum group, okay? So actually I joined his mastermind group, okay? And I was in his mastermind group for many, many years, okay? And then one day Dan said to me, Bill, you know, I really like to sell my business. Why don't you buy my business? And so what I did is I created a – I started to teach marketing people of any kind of world to actually learn how to do this thing. And, of course, Dan was always with me when I did that. So we at that point, it became called Glazer Kennedy Inside the Circle. And we just taught business people all over the world, which is, by the way, when I did that, I had huge events, okay, and I also had people join my own mastermind group. And there were these two guys – and and one of them told me that is smarter than the other person and also looks better <laughs> than the other person, okay? But these two guys named Tom and Nick Carazza, they said they're walking over to me and said, I would love to join your mastermind group because I really could use some help in in growing that business. So so I met these two guys named Tom and Nick, and one of them looks better than the other person. I won't mention which one it is. One one is smarter than the other. I won't tell you which one's smarter. The same one. Yeah, yeah. You're on the right path. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so they joined my mastermind group. And actually, I think there's a good thing that people have learned that because the fact that although they they had a nice business, but really they took their business to the next level. Now I tell you this for two reasons. Number one is whoever's listening to this right now is everybody has to say to themselves, "Gee." You could do things well, but you really need to find out how to move it to the next level. And everybody has somebody to the next level that they can actually help them to grow their business. The other thing I'll mention is 
about this is that now, now Tom, you probably won't like that I'm about to say this. No, you don't love what I was about to say this, by the way, is that a lot of people in your area that you're in right now in Canada, they can join zero group, okay? And so if anybody, because you guys have become very smart and at doing what you do now. So if anybody ever has the opportunity to get part of Tom and, Dick and Nick's group, you know, you might want to go there. I mean, this thing called Rock, rock Star Inner Circle. Now, Tom, you didn't even know I was going to mention this, but, I mean, if you can get an opportunity to get involved with Rock Star Inner Circle from Tom and Nick, not Charles, like I'm trying to sell something, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, these are smart guys. You can't, you, you can't help, you can't help yourself, Bill. You can't help your, you were kind, what you didn't say is you were kind enough to take our money when we wanted to join your mastermind group. You kindly accepted our money. Uh, oh, yeah, and yeah, well, that's, whatever you paid me, it wasn't enough, though. You should have paid me more. But, but that's, <laughs> that's another time. We should have another time. So that's sort of my story so far, okay? And Listen, so, okay, so uh, I, I, I want to stop you right there for one second. I want I, when you were running your, your the the retail menswear store that you had, were you you were competing against big box stores at that time, correct? Like there was big box competitors around, and you were an independent. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. That, that, and and then when you, you know, had, when you did, I go had, ahead. I had, two, I had two stores. Okay, but yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And then when oh. you did this outrageous campaign, we saw one of the campaigns you shared. You were kind enough to when we joined your mastermind and started learning from you. We saw the campaign. I think one of the crazy ones that you ran was that yellow legal pad where you got a yellow paper and then you like wrote a letter in like a Sharpie marker or a pen and you just basically wrote this like five page letter, something like that. And at the end, with your pen, you just like drew some dotted lines and said, this is now, this part of the letter is a coupon. Cut this out. And you signed it off and you explained why you were doing this promotion. I feel like it was something maybe for your daughter or maybe not. I forget. But it was just this handwritten letter, and then you obviously made copies of this thing and kept the copies on the yellow legal pad, and you mailed this out. That's one of the, the outrageous campaigns that you put together, correct? Yeah, that, that was the one I was talking about. We sent that to 16,142 of my members. And then as I've now shown it to so many other people, you if you if you were in my office right now, which, by the way, no one who's hearing this, I'm inviting you to come to my office, by the way. But anybody who's in my office right now, I have a big pile of other people that took my handwritten sales letter and they sent me copies of it that they've used in their own business. So, which is an important piece of this, okay? When you see somebody else doing something really well, you want to figure out how to use it in your own business. That's a real big, and it doesn't matter what business you're in. So, like, I did it for menswear business originally, but I put it for almost any kind of business. If somebody was a dentist, he was doing it, okay? Uh, I'm sure I would think, Tom and Nick, you guys probably had used some kind of that as well. So, yeah. We I, mean, use, so I, I just want to say, we, we, that's where the value – I think that's where I love talking to you because I feel like it's some of the – look, you can read a lot of books on, like, business theory, right? You can read a lot of books – Bill, I'm not sure if you even know. I used to work for a software company that went public on the New York Stock Exchange, and they ended up going public for a billion dollars. And six months before they went public, I quit to start Rockstar with Nick. And 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 the value I think of listening to you share this is that this is where the money is made in small, especially in small and growing businesses. The ability to get a customer is the one thing of all the business books I've read over the years. A lot of them kind of didn't even speak. They were trying to talk to like 
fast growth, hyper growth companies in the software sector that I was part of. But a lot of it was just theory. Like I couldn't take that stuff that I was reading while I was in the software industry in these like super fast growing companies and apply it to the small business world. And what I've since realized is that a lot of those theories that I was reading in some of those business books didn't even really apply to the hyper growth companies. The, the hyper growth companies were also just really good at getting customers. The key to almost everything is your ability to get a customer. And I think the value of what you do so well in your books and the way you explain stuff is you give all of us practical examples of how any business can get a customer. So to your point about your yellow letter, Nick and I used that yellow letter, of course, because as soon as you said it worked for you, we knew already that it was going to work for us. We, we changed it up. So we didn't, we're not a men's retailer, obviously. We took the, the, the letter, changed it up for Rockstar Real Estate and sent it out, and we had great success with that letter. And, and I think that's why, you know, we talk about living your life on your terms. You're giving people the tools that really allow them to build a life that they are in full control of. So this is well beyond a marketing campaign. I really consider the stuff you're sharing stuff that is like a freedom tool for someone's life. And I know that can sound a little, a little bit hypey, but I, I truly believe that. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I love about what you do. You share the practical step-by-step -step stuff of what is actually working to get customers. So, yeah, of course we use your yellow letter, and of course it worked. I forget which one of your books. I'm sure – I think it's your outrageous multi-step marketing campaign book has even a copy of that letter in it somewhere. I know it's around if someone wanted to see it. Yeah, you're talking about my original. Yes. Book. Yeah, sorry, your original. It, that's where it is. It's in the original book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's what, actually, that's what I like. Yeah. Actually, I also made – I put it – I placed it also in my most recent outrageous, uh, outrageous book as well. I showed it in the very first page of it because it was so – people – see, I needed to get people started with the fact that People, things have to be outrageous. It can't look like anybody else's stuff. It has to look different than everybody else. Because when it, with, with an outrageous thing, people stop and look at it, and then they say to themselves, I want to hear more about it. And that, that's the reason so many people are, are using that handwritten sales letter today. So, yes. You know what? You, you know, it, 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 it is. Actually, I see it. It looks like – I think it's on page 11. It starts where you show an example of it or similar – but yeah, it's, it is in this book, your your newer book. Um, but you know what else we wrote? You, pro I think we got this from you as well, or we got it from Dan or you, I forget. But we wrote a letter written from a squirrel. You know the classic J squirrel letter. We wrote a letter written from a squirrel in our in the back of our office. And the letter. So for anyone listening to this, I know it sounds ridiculous, but we needed to get a bunch of people at Rockstar to come to a free training class, and we had no idea how to do it. But because we listened to you, we were keeping tracks of people's, uh, track of people's names and email addresses and their physical mailing address. So we wrote a letter that, was, that said, you know, my name is Jay Squirrel. I live in the back of Tom and Nick's office, and I'm just peeking through the window. And it looks like they're about to put together this amazing real estate training class next Saturday. They're a little bit shy. They didn't want to tell anybody about it, but I've heard them have success stories with a whole bunch of people, and here's all the information. And the day we did the class, Bill, it was a snowstorm, okay? I had somebody show up to the office, and the doors were still locked. Nick and I were already inside, and they – put the letter on the glass of the door and they were pointing to it and they said we're here for the class and they had the peanuts because we put the bag of peanuts in with the letter um right. actually the first the first time we did it though 
we actually just dropped in peanuts into the envelope. We didn't actually pay because I told you uh, Nick's not going to pay for a bag of peanuts. He said, hey, why don't we just go to Bulk Barn and get peanuts and drop peanuts into the envelope. <laughs> so we dropped peanuts into the envelope and we sent out a whole bunch of these things. And one of my friends said, are you guys crazy? People have like peanut allergies. You can't put unwrapped peanuts in like an envelope and just send it out to people. And by that time, we'd already mailed out, I don't know, how hundreds of these. <laughs> so that's how it started. But anyway, that's another example of like an outrageous type letter, kind of the marketing style that we're talking about. Anyway. Hey, can I make one last comment about that before we move forward? Okay. Of course. So yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you used it to get people to come to their first, the first time they would be there, right? I, yep. The yep. first time I used it was to get people to come back that they were there before, okay? So, and the reason why I mention that, okay, is because of the fact that there's different ways that you can use the offer in different ways, okay? And so, so when you learn how to do smart marketing, you can take that marketing, okay, and use it different ways, okay? So you used it to get people to come the first time. I used it to get them to come back again. So there's lots of different ways that you can actually do your marketing. But with all of those, what's common about both of those is outrageous, okay? People stop, they look at it, and they think to themselves, see, I want to get more involved with this. So, this, Tom, you're back. What else you got to do? So so, yeah, so what, now that you've done a lot of consulting with people for many years, where do you, what, is it a mindset thing that you feel business owners kind of struggle with their marketing, or is it just that they feel they can't do an outrageous style marketing campaign? Like when someone, when you see business or first start consulting maybe with a newer client, what is it that you find you're spending your time trying to educate them on? Like where are people hung up the most? Well, the best place I, I know that I need to move them up is I need to ask them questions because there's no reason for me to just tell them stuff until they can answer questions. I mean, even when I spend a whole day with a client of mine for the very first time, okay, and they say, Bill, I want to hire you to do fill in the blank, okay? The very first thing I do is when I start talking to them is send me over the things that you need to know, what you need to know differently. Than before, because there's no, because it's hard to teach people how to do something that's very different unless it doesn't do it from a perspective of answering their question. Okay, so like let's say somebody says to them, so Bill, I, I don't know how to get more customers, or the, the other thing is, gee, Bill, you know, I sell something for a thousand dollars. How do I get it up to a thousand dollars? So I need them to tell me their questions before I can actually help them. And, and now, and because when I answer their questions to them, then they say to themselves, wow, I wish I knew that. Okay. So my, your point is one of the things that I've really for many and many years continue to teach people is I need them to answer their questions to me because there's no, there's no reason for me to answer anybody's questions that they don't think that they already have, that they get that answer. So that, there's, your, there's your answer to your Okay. So, so okay, I have, a, I have a question for you then. A lot of times I'll, I'll find people um, who are running or starting a, a business will really focus online instead of offline because they heard some time, you know, somewhere that, like, everyone's eyeballs are online and they're going to do something. They don't really have a strategy or anything. But what would you say about the – you know, someone's marketing, if they're thinking about putting together 
a marketing campaign for their business or even a strategic marketing plan for their business, so multiple campaigns for different reasons. What would you say on the debate of online versus offline marketing? And by offline, I mean like direct mail or like even radio ads, TV, news, trade magazines. What would you say on the whole online versus offline kind of debate? Because it's discussed, I think a lot, at least a lot of people dismiss offline and just focus on online currently. Well, let me give you an example of how why it works, okay? And I'm going to use it by somebody that, other than you guys, that were in my mastermind group, okay? And his name is Ryan Dice. And probably a lot of people right now know this name, Ryan Dice, okay? And some of you probably maybe have done stuff with Ryan Dice. But here's my point. Ryan Dice is considered to be an online-only guy, you know? And, and actually, over the years, and because he was in my, he was in my mastermind group for, for seven years, by the way, um, you know, a lot of times he was just doing online and stuff, and I kept going back to him and saying, Ryan, you, if you want to get to the higher level, you got to do a combination of online and offline, okay? And now, what he does with his business, first of all, is two things. One of them, for his own business, he uses online and offline business. People only think that all he does is online, but he does online and offline. And number three is the third thing he also uses, which is part of offline. He uses somebody has a phone and a social gets on the phone, calls somebody, okay? So that's another type of media. So my point is if you want to use only online-only stuff, you'll get a business to a certain level. But if you want to double your business, do a combination of media. And part of that media needs to be online and offline media. And if you don't do both, you'll never get it up to that level that you really want to get it up to. Yeah, it's it, it, so, and we see the same thing. Just something basic with our newsletter being offline, we seem to be able to capture people's attention better. Just, just, just for the point that the competition is less if you're in someone's physical hands versus on their phone or on their computer. So, like, we always explain to people, hey, I think, Bill, it might have been you, and I forget um, if it was a good idea. I know it was, I know you're going to take credit for this, uh, this idea. I'm laughing here. I'm not sure who, who shared this one with us. But uh, you kind of want to circle the wagons a little bit and be in all media. So, like, our idea is that we want to be in all forms of media, online and offline, with people. And I think something else that you taught us from being in your mastermind is, in some of our conversations in the mastermind groups with you over the years, it became obvious to us that it, if you want to make money in business, anyone can make money doing the transaction that's going to happen anyway. So in every, everyone's business, you're going to have a certain percentage of customers that that transaction was going to happen. You just happen to be at the right spot at the right time, and they're doing the transaction with you. But if you really want to make you know, your business grow, you want to start reaching people who haven't made the decision that they're going to act yet. And you want to get their attention and you want to start building value with those people so that when they are ready to purchase, they're going to be thinking of you. And that really increases your pool of customers. And one of the best ways to do that, and you describe this really, I think, really well in your books, is that you have these three components that you talk about that in your communications with people, you should focus on three things. And the three things specifically are headline, offer, and deadline. Can you just... Can you just talk about those three things a little bit and, like, what they mean to you? And I know that 
I know you talk about that a lot, so I don't know how to summarize it. We could talk for just a day on just those three things, but the headline, the offer, and the deadline in your marketing communications, can you talk about the value or how you came to describe it that way and break it down that way? Just whatever you want to say. I'm curious. Well, so, so first of all, I like the fact that you asked me that question because, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't get those questions as often about that question, which is an important question. And so, so first of all, in the very beginning, you see the headline, okay? What's the purpose of the headline? The purpose of the headline is to move them to the next level in whatever you wrote that or you sent them that, okay? So the headline is the thing that somebody stops and says, gee, I want to find out more about this, okay? Then, then the next thing is the information, okay, that, that's about this, okay? And then at the very end is an offer at the end, okay? Because without an offer, you actually won't get a result without an offer. So, so, so and, and many times I would teach people how to actually do this kind of writing, okay? And the reason why is to move them forward, okay? So, I mean, even going back, if you, back to that handwritten sales letter that I, that I mentioned before, okay? It's a five-page hand, 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 handwritten sales letter, okay? And at the very end is the offer on the, on the fifth page, okay? And, that, and, and the way that it's written in a way that moves them forward in this whole thing until they actually say to themselves, gee, yes, I want to buy this, okay? So my point is, is yes, you have to think about the right steps that you use to move forward to getting people to actually purchase whatever you're offering to anybody else. You know, um, with that whole idea with the, like, I know, because Nick and I will always talk to people that we're kind of helping out in business. We'll say, hey, look, you need to kind of have a good headline for whatever offer you're trying to make. And where I think people don't sometimes understand the value of that is that once you have a good headline, it doesn't have to be used in written format alone. It could be the start of your radio ad. Or it could be something you say at the end of a little TV spot that you might be on. Or it could be the the big words over your booth at a trade show. Like I place so much value in that idea of a good headline that I think that a good headline alone might be worth millions of dollars to people. And the reason I feel in that so strongly is we tested advertorials, Bill. I'm sure we told you this, but we tested advertorials in newspapers way back. And we would change the body of the advertorial. Oh, sorry, we would leave the body of the advertorial. If you're not familiar, familiar with an advertorial, it's a, it looks like a newspaper uh, article. It's got a big headline across the top, and then it's got some copy underneath it that looks like a regular newspaper article would, but it's actually a paid-for ad. And we would test different headlines on top of the same article, like the same copy, and a better headline might increase the response of that advertorial by something like 80%. So our whole lives became testing headlines and the way we test headlines would be like an email subject lines the top of sales letters the top of a website just everywhere became this whole thing where can we test new headlines to see if we can get people get and capture people's attention and our minds just became obsessed with headlines i know that sounds crazy i know you would probably agree with everything we just said but that's where we got obsessive we were like we got to focus on this anyway i'm just ranting now bill <laughs> Look, look, if, if that's the case, can I read also about your newsletter? Sure. You yeah, newsletter. yeah. So, so yes, I, I definitely remember when I was showing you how to get a, a newsletter, okay? 
And this was probably, I'm guessing this was six or seven years ago when I first talked to you about that, okay? And now I get your newsletter every month that you send me, okay? And it, and and now, as I see it, there's a lot in there that I showed you to use, and now you're doing things even better in other ways. So now I'm, I'm mentioning that for one reason only, okay? That is, yes, you definitely, everybody should be sending their own newsletters, number one, okay? Number two is if you ever want to see a great newsletter, you ought to get your newsletter, the Rockstar Inner Circle one, and just look at the thing. And if you look at it, I mean, right now, I've got one in front of me right now. It's how many pages? 12 pages. And you go through that entire 12 pages from a perspective of, my goodness, I can't believe this, and I want to, I want to go through all 12 pages of it. So my point is that doing the things the right way, there's the reason of doing things the right way is to get better results. And that's really important is to get make sure you get good results. There's one so there's and there, thank you for that. And appreciate it. And there's something I want to uh what to to get your opinion on. What do you tell people when they say I'm scared to share my either my personality um or I'm scared to send out a yellow letter or a letter written by a squirrel because it doesn't look professional. What, what's your response to that? Because I, I know you get that. You know, so I'm scared to share my personality in my marketing, or I'm scared to be any sort of in, in any way outrageous in my marketing. Well, so so again, I'll give you an example of the, of why it works. So so let's go back to your newsletter, okay? And the reason why I keep mentioning it today is because I have it in front of me right now. So if somebody were to look at the newsletter, it says rock star inner circle. But they might look at it and say, so gee, what, the, what is this about? But also on this particular one that, that on the front cover of it, they're on there, Nick is on there with this guy that's been handing out with an IBA lightweight campaign. And there's a photo of that right on front of it. Now when you see that photo, you're saying, so wow, I need to find out more about this. And actually, as you go through this entire newsletter that I'm looking at right now, there's somebody in there with a dog, with a horse on there. There's, like, there's photos on there, all kinds. Of, my point is, is that most people would say to themselves, I'm not going to look at this stuff. It's crazy. But the fact that it's crazy makes people say to themselves, I want to actually find out more about it. So, yeah, I mean, again, the handwritten sales letter that I mentioned before, okay, the people that would use, that use it, Came to my business, okay? They, they, they would, you, they wouldn't, they, they might actually be running a, a, a huge business themselves, and they would say to themselves, "No, I, I shouldn't look at this thing." And actually, that's the reason they do actually see those things because it's so different than anything else. So, my point of what I'm saying is, whoever's deciding, whoever's thinking about learning to grow their business. The one thing you want to do, and there's more than one, by the way, but the one thing you need to do is in your marketing, you have to make your marketing different than any other marketing there is. So people stop, look at it, and say to themselves, gee, I'm ready to move forward. And something that you really drilled into our minds, I think, over the years is that none of us are our customers. You know, so something that you and I might look at and say, uh, I'm not sure I would quite respond to that. Or maybe you even grow past that type of thinking in your own business. So you're like, I don't know who will respond to this. That's something we've always tried to keep in mind is that we are not our own customers sometimes in business. So that you have to speak to your customer and not to yourself. 
And that little point is something that always kind of rings around in our minds because it's important. It's how you frame a lot of your messaging. It has to be framed in a way that your customer is going to respond and not maybe the way that you would like the information to be presented. So that was kind of like also like a big thing for us. It was like, yeah, that's interesting. You know, what's going on in our customer's mind? Not like, well, how do we want to be spoken to? It's what is our customer dealing with? We need to speak to that. Something I wanted to ask you about is um, multi-step. You, you've always shared that multi-step marketing is important. Um, and I think most people either don't even understand maybe the concept of it or just don't, don't do it out of time and they're busy and stuff. Can you just explain the importance of multi-step or why you think multi-step is, multi-step style campaigns are important? Well, first of all, if you just do one step and not multi-steps, you definitely will never get nearly as much results with just one step at all. Okay. Cause basically somebody will see the one step and they say yes or no to the end. Okay, and you don't want people to think about yes or no. You want that you want multi steps. So even if they say no at, at the beginning, that they move forward to the next one and the next one because because and eventually they say yes, I should buy something for themselves. Okay, for you know whatever they're buying. Okay, so yes, that's the kind of thing that increases results. So multi step steps. Okay, and the other thing is as I mentioned before is multimedia. So the everybody should think about doing online and offline in their business. And that's a, that, that's other steps. So it's different media, okay? So definitely that will definitely increase results. You know, it's interesting and and you might find again this might take a little piece long to say this so I'll try to mention it kind of early real quickly. Is you know one of the when when I first heard Dan Kennedy speak there was this other guy that also spoke at that event. This is maybe this is back in 19. I hate to tell you, this is probably back in the 1980 or something like that. So you know, it was a long time ago, and I'm an old guy, and all this sort of stuff. But I, this other presenter was a guy named Zig Ziglar. Okay, and, and during that presentation, Zig said something that I, I never forget. Okay, actually, many times I actually, after I get to know Zig, well, I used to have him come and speak at my actual events. But Zig said to people this, he says, there are five reasons that people don't buy, okay? And one of them is no need. The second one was no money. They don't have the money to buy. Number three is they don't want, no want. They don't want the thing that you're offering. Number four is no hurry. They're not, they don't have to do it right away. And number five is no trust, okay? They, they, they don't trust you, okay? And then Zig said, of those five steps, the biggest is no trust. They don't trust you, okay? And I say that because, and by the way, this is, this is, I didn't make this, this is from Zig Ziglar, so I don't want you to think Bill Glazer said that. I wish Bill Glazer would have said that, okay? But Zig said that, okay? And my point is, is that oftentimes in your multi-steps that you have, people don't trust you. And it takes, it takes a while before somebody actually trusts you, because when they trust you, they definitely want to buy from you, and not only do they want to buy from you, they want to buy more often from you, okay? So, again, that's a really part of this whole thing about multi-steps that you have to have, which is eventually they don't trust you. You get to get them moved to the point where they do, they do trust you, and then they'll get ready to do to get whatever you offer to them. It's funny. That, that's, that's so important because I think – 
we tell everyone that we're talking to when we when we talk about you know business building is that the the reason multi-step marketing. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering what multi-step is, it's basically just instead of sending out one email or one newsletter one time, that you're doing this campaign where it's you know you send out one thing and then you follow it up with a second thing and maybe one thing is going to be online, maybe you send an email, but then a week later something arrives in someone's mailbox and it's all part of the same campaign. It's a multi-step marketing campaign, and the trust is built up of the consistency of your messaging. So, what, Bill, what we found over the years is that we, um, you have our print newsletter in your hand, which is for our members. We also have a weekly Thursday email that goes out every Thursday, and it has for about a decade now. And, you know, what we tell everyone is, like, the reason that we send it out weekly and consistently like that is because it builds trust when people consistently see messaging from you they automatically start to begin to trust you, you know, and it kind of happens naturally. And it's part of the reason I tell I tell everyone with their marketing, don't try to get it perfect. Like, you don't want to get everything perfect if it's holding you back. Just get it out the door. Be consistent with your marketing. Don't have to try to get every marketing message perfect. Just kind of put things out the door on a consistent basis, and it does what – I didn't realize that message was coming from Zig Ziglar, how, you know, it's it, you're building that trust, which is one of the most important things you can build in a sales process. So that's cool to hear from that background. I didn't know that. Bill. I always have to have something new to tell you that I haven't told you before. So, so yeah, yeah, no, I know. So, I know. You're, yeah. there's, there's more. You know what? I I forget. You know what? You, you even introduced us, I think, to someone who helped you out. It was a, a, a gentleman who I think was even a, maybe a mentor to you who you got business advice from. I remember having dinner at one of our masterminds and you had introduced, I'm forgetting his name. Anyway, he sat down and gave us some operation, like business operation advice at that dinner. So valuable. Um, it's just the value of hanging out with, with good people. Um, so, Bill, the book, I, I, I want to just talk about, unless you were going to talk about something different, I wanted to just talk about two, two of your books here really briefly. Is that good? Sure. Okay, so the first book, we've mentioned a lot. Um, we've handed this out to a lot of different people as well. It's called Outrageous Advertising That's Outrageously Successful by Bill Glazier. The reason I like that book a lot is earlier I was talking about business theory and stuff. What Bill's book does a great job at is breaking out marketing campaigns that people have used in the real world. I consider that kind of stuff priceless because if I know other businesses are having success with a marketing campaign, I can take it and tweak it. Um, to work for myself. And Bill, you do a great job sharing campaigns in that. And then you have a new book or a new word book called Outrageous Multi-Step Marketing Campaigns that are outrageously successful. Bill, apparently you, you like the word outrageous. But uh, in that book, uh, you also do the same thing. You've taken different campaigns and put them like actually in the book. And I just remember when I wanted to quit my job. Like I was in corporate, I was in the corporate world. I wanted to quit my job. And I couldn't figure out how I was going to step in, I think, into entrepreneurship. And I think people think that entrepreneurs and people who start businesses are risk takers. I, I consider entrepreneurs risk averse. And what I was trying to do uh, was when I started was look for marketing campaigns that someone else had done in, that I knew worked that I could then take and change and apply to my own business. So if, and your books weren't around when we started. So I had to like dig deep. Bill. So your books are to me like resources that people can have where if they want to start their own business or looking for new campaigns for an existing business, 
you can kind of get out of the gates quickly with these kind of resources. And uh, I really think that some of the best information for getting customers is, is in these books. So I, I, I don't say that lightly, Bill. Like, I really value what you're putting out there. It's important. I feel like it's important for my own family and my own children to have some of these resources. So thank you for putting these books out there. It's really appreciated. And both of them, and if anyone's listening to this, you can, of course, get them on Amazon and all that stuff. But uh, anything, uh, do you, do, anything you want to share about those books at all, Bill? Um, only, uh, in terms of the books, the only thing I would say about them is if you don't already have them, you ought to get them. <laughs> so because, because, I mean, and, and I hate to say that because I'm the one that wrote those books, but, I mean, I did them in a way that people would look at it and go through it and say to themselves, gee, this would work for me, or this part would work for me, or that part would work for me. And actually, and the truth is right now, and I, and I want to be very clear, if there's so much in there, these books, that you don't, you can't do it all. So you want to pick out the things that you actually will apply to your own business and then starting doing that right away, okay? So, yes, that, that definitely really helps. I mean, the other thing that I did do with both of my books is, is I actually had a live event after people purchased the books and they were, they were, they were able to come to a live event. And actually, uh, you know, I would present to people the, all the campaigns that are in there. Actually, in my second book, I didn't actually present the campaigns. In my recent, my most recent book, I actually had the people who sent their campaigns, I got them to get up and at the live event, and uh, it was just 49 campaigns in there, and 38 of them came to the event, and they presented other people their own campaigns. And there's an interesting reason why I did it that way. But yeah, yeah, I know, I, I know. Way. Let me. I, I'm going to interrupt you. I know I did, I did it that way. You got yourself out of doing any work. And well, and and there's a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't from only from a perspective that I didn't want to work as hard because I did have to work hard. But the reason why I I needed to do it this way. I mean, listen, I'm being very clear with everybody. Is I had a stroke, okay? And it was over three years ago I had a stroke, okay? And I said to myself, you know, at the beginning, it was hard for me to even talk to people, okay? And it was it was very hard for me to even write things for people. And eventually, after about six months, I started to actually, you know, be able to actually talk to people. And I was able also to write things. But at the same time, I wanted to create this book because I knew if I would create my next book, that would just make me more healthy. So I actually started asking people to send their own campaigns, okay? And when I did it in a way, I had five steps that I made sure would be in every one of those campaigns, okay? And again, Tom, I, Nick, I hope that, Tom, I hope Tom, there's enough time for me to present this. So I'm, I'm just going to keep going. It. And then you go, go, yeah, 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 go, go, you go, you go. Okay. So there's three, five steps that I wanted to do, and again, I knew. If I had to write all those things, at that point, I wasn't healthy to do it. But actually, as it turned out, it was better campaigns than I would have written anyway. So what I did is I told people there were five steps I used to write my book, okay? And I'll tell everybody this. The first thing I asked people was, tell me, tell me their campaign, tell me the title of your campaign, and tell me why it's outrageous. Because, again, everything has to be outrageous. People have to stop and say to themselves, yeah, I want to hear more about it. The next thing is I ask people, what's the media that they use in your campaigns? 
And again, I made sure that there was a lot of media. The next thing I did is I, I figured out the steps of the campaign. So again, everything has to be multi-step campaign. So I asked people what are all the steps for that. Now the next thing, number four is, I gave people the one thing I told people that they had to have. And people stopped and I said, I want to know the results of your campaign. And the reason why I told people you got to give me the results is because I said to people, because nobody else will use this if they don't know that it works. So tell me your own results, okay? So that was step number four. And then step number five, I actually put it in there. You'll see, you'll see them in, the, in my book, by the way, is I actually put in there what makes this a great campaign to model for your own business. So in every one of those campaigns that people sent to me, I looked at them and I said to myself, gee, this would work also for almost every other business, or this works for this type of business. But there's different types of So it's not, again, if I go back to the person who's a, who's a dentist, okay, and if you saw a campaign from somebody who sent a, a, a campaign from a dentist, you might say to yourself, gee, this only works for dentists. But it doesn't only work for dentists. It works for so many types of businesses because it's multi-step campaigns that almost anybody can use in any kind of business. So I did all that, and and again, since I'm not mentioning this, so so again, so I went through the whole thing. By the way, I just want everybody to know right up front that when I did it, this this book, and then I actually then had a live event after it. I did it for a couple reasons. Number one is I wanted people to create great campaigns that other people could use in their own business and then be able to actually figure out which ones to use in their own business. And the second thing is I sold, I asked people to buy copies of the book, and I asked people to, to pay for the live event, okay? And the reason why I did that is I wanted to give away. I wanted to be able to help other people. And I started asking around to people, and I said, who right now are helping other people who had a stroke? And I heard about this foundation that's called the Veterans Affairs Foundation. Now, they, I wasn't a client of theirs, but at that time, I was already doing feeling pretty well because I had my own speech therapist. But I, I found out where's the best people to use it to, and I'm now giving it to the Veterans Affairs Foundation, which I've, which I've already given out a lot of money. And one of the things I do now is I've actually recorded my actual live event, and I'm now asking people to buy it from other people, okay, and all that money I'm also going to give to the Veterans Affairs Foundation. So not only will I be able to help people, but also I can, I can help other people who, who need their own stroke uh, thing. And it's, it's amazing how they help people right now. I wish I knew of them even when I started to use it through the Veterans Affairs Foundation. But one of the things I do right now is I keep helping others who have had a stroke. because And probably as people are listening to your podcast right now, you're, you're saying to yourself, yeah, my, you know, I knew somebody in my family who had that. You know, my father or my mother or something, my cousin, something like that. And then you're saying to yourself, gee, I wish I knew something to help them to be better. And I, and listen, so I really feel good about the fact that I can help so many other people by helping their own stroke. So, therefore, that's why I'm doing that. So, so I'm going to stop right now because there are some other things I'd like to mention. But, Tom, what else? What else would you like? To, you, you, you no, just just before, yeah, before you mention before you mention anything else, I guess 
Um, that's it's so cool what you're doing. Obviously, to you know, I know you've been through the stroke, and it's you know, we we all feel grateful that you've come out of that, and you're 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 speaking so well, and you're awful, and, and you're able to share just so much, continue to share so much value, and and I just want to bring it back to. You know, when I was younger, I didn't recognize the value of understanding some of this information and how it could help myself and my own family. So now I'm talking maybe selfishly, Bill, but I, but the reason I, I value what you're putting out there is is that I didn't understand that like one good marketing campaign could maybe change my whole life. And it, 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 to your point. In these books, you're not going to use no, – none of us are using all these campaigns, but you put one campaign to use effectively, it can really change the financial future of any business you're putting together. And I mean that pretty – very – I mean 100% sincerely. So uh, it's, it's just – it's important information that I really feel everybody should be aware is available to all of us. And to be able to pick it up in a book like this um, is amazing. And the fact that you're doing this and then events and, and putting the money back in to the to the services that helped you get through um, your stroke and the recovery of that is it's obviously it's pretty cool. So thank you. That's all I wanted to share. So what what else? Tell tell us what else you want to share. Um, well, I'm, one thing I would mention is that now that I did a lot of events. And I had 28 people presented their campaigns, okay? Um, and I recorded it. And now I'm asking people to actually invest in it. And by the way, it's not purchase, invest. Because when you invest, you'll get results better for your own campaigns, okay? So it's not a purchase. But one of the things I wanted to be careful of uh, from, my, from the beginning, okay, I wanted to put it at a price. That, that was too expensive for anybody to do this, okay? Because I wanted to get so many people to be able to get access to this for two reasons. Number one is they'll get great campaigns, and number two is all the money will go to a cause that I what's very important to me, what's important to me, which is to help people without a stroke. So that's the reason why I'm doing that now. I'm asking people to actually to invest in it. So I put together this, and I guess I'm calling it product, okay? And, uh, which is actually all the recordings of it, okay? And, and I mean, let me give you real quickly, I'll give you, and again, this is much longer than we thought we'd be, um, and as long as you can, you can let me talk, I'll continue to go. You're good, you're I mean, good, keep me, going, you're good. I'll just give you a couple of campaigns that you want to think about. Like, like one of them is a campaign from a lady by the name of Nina Hirschberger, okay? And Nina Hirschberger, who I've known for a long time, she's a very smart marketer and an entrepreneur, I said to her, Nina, I want you to send me a campaign. And she sent me, we were on the phone, she said to me, i got three great campaigns, which ones do you want? And I said, and I was listening to all three of them, I said to Nina, Nina, you know what, all three of them are great, but this one I think would be very helpful to other people. And she, she said, what is it? And, and and I said to her, well, you told me you had a great campaign. Your son needs to get a job, and 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 your job couldn't he couldn't get a job. And you put together a campaign to get your son to get a, a great job. And it's a great campaign. As a matter of fact, so many people now walk over to me and say, Bill, one of the best campaigns that we're in at your live event was showing Nina how to get your your job. Uh, your son a great job. And my point that I'm saying is 
if you know anybody at all that right, who's listening to this and say to himself, gee, you know, my my cousin needs to get a job. My son wants to get a job. My uncle needs to get a job. A good friend of mine needs to get a job. You want to look at that campaign because it's a great campaign for that. So that's one example. I mean, there's 28 of them. I'll give you one or two more because, again, I don't want to be talking to you for three days or whatever. But another really great campaign, a lot of people might actually know him, okay? If you don't, you should know him. He's basically an online guy, good friend of mine for many years. His name is Yannick Silver. And this is his campaign, an outrageous way to give your customers something very intriguing to share with others so that they stay in a long-term program or service. And when you go through that campaign, you'll see exactly the reason why not only that people will get something as a, as a member, but once they get it, they look at it and they say, this is terrific that you're getting this to me, and I want to tell other people about it. It is a great campaign. So if anybody here who's thinking this right now is saying to themselves, gee, I'd like to get a customer, and I want this customer to not only get it and look at it, but I want to tell other people about this thing, then now you'll get other people to get other people to actually purchase for the thing that you're selling. So it is a great campaign. So many people tell me about Yannick Silver that's in there. Um, uh, uh, and Yannick, I mean, Yannick's just such a good, Yannick's just such a great guy. So to see some of the campaigns he's running on top of just who he is is, is pretty cool. Uh, can I give you one more on this? Sure. Right now? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Bill, so, um, if you I, give us one more, I'm going to have to charge. It'll, we'll say a thousand dollars. So you can just pay me that at whatever point in the future, but just keep that in mind, okay? Or, yes, go ahead. $1,000 from here on. $1,000 from this point on is $1,000. So thank you, but go ahead. Oh, you mean, you mean you're going to give me $1,000? <laughs> <laughs> you keep going. Share the campaign. Share the campaign. Let me give you, I'm going to give you two more quick ones, okay? And this will work for any type of business there is, okay? Because we talked about the fact before, like Ryan, you know, strong online stuff. People know his name, Russell Brunson, know him. But let me give you two other ones that are from regular people, okay? One of them was Rochelle Shaw, okay? And Rochelle Shaw had a customer herself, okay, a client herself. And she did this campaign. was an easy way to generate referrals for any business, even if it's something people don't want to tell anyone about it, okay? And when you see Rochelle Shaw's campaign, it's a way to get so many referrals for you, whatever you need, okay? And it is a great campaign. So if you ever think about the fact you want to get more referrals, you want to look at Rochelle Shaw's campaign that was in, in my, at my live event, the recordings of it. Then the last one I'll mention again, and I. There's, there's I, more? No, there's more? Oh, well, actually, I could give you 28 of them right now. But <laughs> go, give us the next one. Sorry, go one. ahead. I'll give you one more. Ron Siever. Now, probably nobody knows Ron Siever, but you should, okay? But but his campaign, okay, I've known him for a long time. And when I first talked to Ron, okay, I said, Ron, I want a campaign for you. He said to me, I don't have a campaign. That's not the kind of thing I do. And I said, think about it. And he, and he got back to me three days later. He said to me, Bill, I actually do have a campaign. And this is his campaign. He says, 
how to use a steering committee to create a referral strategy on steroids to help any business you have. So if you want to create a committee to actually get people to refer other people, it is a, one of the best campaigns that I've had. As a matter of fact, what I owned at, the, at that time, originally it was called Glazer Kennedy, and it was called GCAC. When I owned that company, and I and 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 at that time I sold it to a private equity company. But when I but now when I look at that business, I said to myself, "Gee, I should have created a steering committee for my own business because it's a great way to get other people to actually for other people to join that." Okay. So and by the way, um, Tom, as because I know you have a copy of my book, I want you to read that book because you could actually use that in your own business with a steering committee to get more people to refer other people to, to come to your business, okay? So my point is, there, and the reason why I mention this is because, yes, there will be a lot of people that you'll get these recordings, okay? And some of them are some of the most famous people that you know that can help you to do online, offline. But there's also so many people that are just regular businesses that have done so well for their own businesses, and you want to look at them, and you want to say to yourself, how can I actually use this for my own business? And it will really, it really will work for your business as well. So where do they, if so, if you want to grab these campaigns, where do you go right now? Um, you can go to this website. It's called outrageouscampaigns.com forward slash your terms. So it's outrageouscampaigns.com forward slash your terms. I'm assuming at some point, as people are listening to this podcast, they will see this website on there as well. Is that right, Tom? Yeah, we'll put it, if you're listening to this, because if you would be like me, and you would misspell outrageous maybe five times, you'll want to just click on the link. So we'll put that link, Bill, at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast, and then forward slash Glazier. So your last name, G-L-A-Z-E-R. Um, so we'll put that there as well. So it'll be in the podcast page for this episode. So you can track it. If you're listening to this, if you're on the road and you want to get to it after, just go to the podcast page on rockstarnercircle.com for this episode. We'll have that link there. So it's outrageouscampaigns.com forward slash your terms, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And I, listen, I really appreciate the fact that, um, that you're doing that. Um, and I also want to mention all, one more time that not only will everybody who invests in this for $397 will get value for your own business, but also you guys will feel good that you'll be able to help somebody that had a stroke at the Veterans Affairs Foundation. So not only will you get great value for your own business, but you'll be able to help other people. So I thank you for that. And Tom, again, I thank you for even inviting me. Oh my gosh, Bill. I mean, you've been so, your insights and, and mentorship over the years, uh, it's been huge for us. So, you know, it's the least we could do. Really, really appreciate it. Seriously. So thank you for everything you've done. I mean, you're, you're, you're helping myself and Nick out. You're helping our families out. And through your teachings and what we've been able to do here with Rockstar, I like to think that indirectly you're helping out a whole bunch of people maybe that you haven't even met. So, Really, thank you for everything you're doing. You know, really appreciate it. And I know you've been through a lot over the last few years, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, just just great to be chatting, Bill, seriously. So thank you. And thank you. Cool.
So, Bill, I think that's it. We'll wrap it up with anything else to share. I think I think we're good. We covered we covered a lot of ground. Anything else on your mind? Uh, no, I think we've got enough information to people that are saying to themselves, "Boy, this thing is three hours with Bill." I mean, so <laughs> get off! <laughs> Can you guys just stop talking now? End the show. End the show. <laughs> All right, cool, Bill. We'll leave it at that. Uh, I know we're going to be following up and seeing each other soon over the next little while. So, uh, thanks for this, and uh, Bill, we'll talk to you again soon. Hey everyone, so there you have it. That's Bill Glazier. Hopefully you take a lot of value. Just talking to him um, really means a lot to us. I mean, I, I, I can't even explain the value that we've been able to take away from someone like that. So you got to hear one of our mentors. We're happy that he's been able to recover from that stroke as well as he has. Um, and you can grab either of his books um, on Amazon. The latest one is the Outrageous Multi-Step Marketing Campaigns book, or if you just look for his name, Bill Glazier on Amazon, um, they'll pop up. I actually have that one sitting right in front of me right now. Um, and I think that's it. So again, the reason we're doing these podcasts is try to give anything we can to help you live life on your terms. So a podcast like this with one of our mentors is our way to try to contribute to your own journey. So hopefully you're taking one little nugget, one little piece of information, some little insight that might change your own path. That's exactly what we're trying to do here. So that's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.